welcome back to Classy Talk. Today, I'm dedicating this episode to the current ruling made by the Supreme Court, obviously in light of Roe v. Wade and it being overturned, as well as abortion rights. So I know it can be extremely hard for a lot of people to follow court rulings and just to understand what it means and how it works. So I feel like I've educated myself and read enough to be able to explain the Roe v. Wade case in a simplified and understandable way. So there was a woman living in Dallas, Texas, who was seeking an abortion. She went to numerous doctors and got denied by most, and that's when she took legal action because she realized that a handful of her amendments were not being protected. That case left the state level and went all the way to the Supreme Court, and that's how we have the ruling Roe v. Wade. What this ruling decided was that a woman had the right to get an abortion. And they separated it by trimesters. So in the first trimester, they can 100% get an abortion. You know, if that's what they feel as though they want to do, then they can do it. Now going into the second trimester, they decided that there needed to be a little bit more um, stipulations in place. Because at this point, the baby is more developed. And so this is when you start to need that approval. Then the third trimester is super, super complicated. But ultimately, the woman cannot get an abortion unless the life of herself or the baby is in danger. Now that Roe v. Wade is being overturned, this practically means that it is up to the states to make this decision. And so typically, if you live in a red state, abortions are likely to be banned. But if you live in a blue or democratic state, they're likely to be protected. So just to reiterate, the Supreme Court is no longer protecting the woman's rights to get an abortion, but they're now leaving it up for the states to decide. Okay, so moving forward to put things into perspective, I am pro-choice. While my morals and standards would not allow me to promptly get an abortion without some deep consideration, I do realize and understand that life brings about some crazy circumstances that can ultimately, you know, result in an unwanted pregnancy. And in those scenarios, I know that my decisions are likely to change. However, I did not want this episode to be so one-sided, so I decided to find some popular pro-life statements and respond to them. The first statement says that 63 million babies were taken away from us by abortions. Reflecting on this statement, the first thing that comes to mind is who was going to take care of these babies a good amount of them were likely to go into the foster care system and i think it would be pretty accurate to say that these same people making these statements on the pro-life side are not the same people who are adopting these children 
I don't think people are fully aware of all that goes on in the foster care system and I don't think people know the severity of its conditions and all of the improvements that it truly needs. In addition to a lot of kids going into the foster care system, I think it would also be safe to say that a lot of these children would end up in the homes of people who are mentally ill and unstable and that'll result in physical and mental abuse, which is something no child or any human should have to go through. The second statement that I wanted to reflect on says that life is restored. When I read this, I felt like it was really ironic. I think it's safe to say that most of us, when we think of life, we don't think of just the sun going up and the sun going down or 24 hours in a day, seven days a week. I think we think of our family and the enjoyable times and all of the great opportunities we get, all of the education that we receive. So while the physical aspect of life is indeed being created, the enjoyable parts, the parts that we deem most important and that we appreciate the most is undeniably being destroyed. And in that case, I don't think that's true restoration at all. To end this talk, I really wanna emphasize that we are in this melting pot. There are people around us who pray to different gods, who have different beliefs, who talk different languages. The list goes on and on and on. But ultimately, it's up to one's self to decide how they wanna live life, who they wanna pray to, what they wanna believe. And to be quite honest, the person next to me has nothing to do with me and my relationship with God. Therefore, I'm staying out of it. And that is wraps. I really hope that this was educational. I'm going to leave some links and resources in the comments for y'all to um, educate yourselves more on. But... At the end of the day, I'm rooting for humanity. I'm rooting for the girl next to me, the woman next to me, and whatever they decide to do with their bodies. And I hope that you guys decide to do the same. I am, of course, praying for our nation and our states and our women. Um, and I'm trying to remain positive and encouraged in knowing that God will see us through and that women will be in control of their own bodies. With that being said, I'll talk to y'all later. Take care. Bye, y'all.